0: Good morning everyone, it is Wednesday, it is the last day of winter, nearly time to get the lids off, summer's coming, (laughs) time to get a tan pup, morning to you mate.
1: God, well yesterday was a beauty, morning boys, morning to our listeners, yesterday was a crack, there was a bit of of wind around but I think it got to about 24 degrees, Um, sun was out, Uh, yeah, that's a look at what we've got to come then. Bring it on, Middo. But yeah, I'm um, cold weather and me are not best of friends. My body's not very good um, in the cold weather. I find it hard to. You need some of get this, mate. Moving. Yeah, I need a bit of your fur, a bit of yeah. your rug. Um, but anyway, bring on spring. I reckon for a number of reasons. Los <laughs> Panthers B or Panthers C playing this week. What's
2: going down there? Yeah, reserve Great team taking on the Cowboys. I suppose they're in the position that they are. Well. The position that they're in, um, you know, they're minor premiers. Nothing can change for them. They can sit back and prepare now for a final, and it looks like it's going to be played on a Friday night. And they have rested a number of players: Dylan Edwards, Brian, T- oh, Stephen Crichton, Isaac Tonglo, Taylor May, Jerome Luai, and of course Nathan Cleary's out. Suspended, One more game suspended. So yeah. that's your whole back line, ma- and then you look at the effect. they a massive
1: pack. call though, Los, because again, let, let's let's even assume they win this game. Isn't there another game break, or win the first final, in the first final? Then they get another game, another week off.
2: Yeah, that that's the risk you take is that <sighs> you lose a bit of momentum, and you mightn't lose it in the first week of the finals. But there's a chance you can lose it in round three. The prelim. The prelim. Mm. And the prelims, I've always found, are the hardest oh, games yeah. to win. Mm. Once you get to a grand final, I don't know. To me, all the tough games were the prelim to get there rather yeah, than I... the actual grand final. So,
1: have... I like what Souths have just done with Luttrell. They've said, miss a training session. Go and have a few days back at your property, mm-hmm. and get yourself back here for game day. I I'll, I know cricket's different to rugby league in that sense because you can you know if you could probably hide certain players. So if you want Pat Cummins to play, but you know not smash himself, you can bowl him twelve overs instead of eighteen yeah. overs, for example. So you know, or you can field someone in slip if you don't want them to you know do too much test their hamstring, or so you can get away with a bit more. But oh, I always preferred to miss training but not miss a game just for. That momentum and that team going into the finals yeah. with confidence and, I, I th- and a win. I think as well. the fact
2: that it's a six-day turnaround and they've got to travel to North Queensland has played a part as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I reckon that has a lot to do with it mm. because you play on a Saturday night. You, you know, I know they are chartered a flight, but still, you're still getting back at all hours of the morning. Yeah. So your Sunday's virtually buggered, and that only leaves you what four days to get ready for a prelim final. The first week of the first finals. First week of the mm. oh, Sorry, not a prelim final, but a qualifying final. Mm. So, so that only leaves you four days. So I can understand where they're coming from. And if you get a, a player that has a head knock in this game, you've only got that six-day break. So that's another thing they'd probably consider as well. Because you know how prevalent they are at the mm. moment. You know, head yeah. knocks. And if you only got six days to recover, more than likely you wouldn't be able to play in, in that game. So... I was surprised, say, Jerome Luai, though, is not playing because he came back last weekend. I thought that he'd like to play and get a bit more rhythm into his game. Um, Fisher Harris is another one, big guy. He's been rested, had a few weeks off. I can understand why, you know, your Brian Toos, your Dylan Edwards, um, those type of guys, your Isaiah Yoza having a rest, happy chorus here. But there's a couple there that I was thinking – possibly could have played but it, it it is a bit of a risk but every decision you make as a head coach is a risk and mm-hmm. Ivan's in the best possible position to make the judgment call remembering though last year they limped into the finals and they had a lot of injuries all the way through the semi-finals and they won back-to-back games and they did it tough and they didn't blow teams away in the finals but they just won on pure grit mm-hmm. and a bit of class towards the end but this year they're coming in well, they will be a lot fitter. Yeah, and you and can't a lot fresher.
1: You can't win as a coach either. Like I'm sitting here going, "Geez, like there's a massive risk leaving eleven mm. players out." But then you go the other way and play your full strength team, and you know one of your best players does their hemi or like you say gets a head knock, and then why well, you're going to cop criticism for that as well? So yeah. it's hard place to be in. You know, as a head coach, yeah,
2: it, it is, and I, I think you know times have changed, and you know with. Um, yeah, you know, sports science, and they control a lot of yeah. the workloads or most of the workloads of the players, and they're always in the coach's ear about, you know, rest at this time of the year is, is so important. Um, and again, I think – I really do think because it's up there in North Queensland, I think that's got a lot to do with it and a six-day turnaround. The fact that you've got to travel so far, and even though you're on a plane, still a three-and-a-half-hour plane, you've got to come from Penrith to the airport – um jump on a plane come home it's still a
0: long time
2: travelling if you're preparing for a semi final in 6 days time. Uh
0: John from Wolves in on the text line laws once you to explain how prelims are harder to win uh, than grand finals but we've seen over the years in the NRL and the AFL I can think of some as well some massive upsets in preliminary just
2: finals. it's just I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is because you know that everything's on the line and sometimes in a grand final because you've got four teams qualifying it's it's one team the next week is can be flat in a grand final mm. that that's the other thing because you put so much effort into that prelim to try and get to a grand final the following week you can be flat and uh, you know uh, you know some good teams are able to handle it and kick and and go on but it's it's a, it's a weird one when you tell people that, they're, they're difficult mm. to win prelim finals. And usually, prelim finals are sometimes better games than a grand final. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Closer games. Because the intensity's there, and you've, as I said, you've got four teams, they know everything's on the line, and sometimes you put that much effort in and you climb that mountain, and then the following week you just, mm. you're flat as a tack. Or you continue to propel yourself forward and ride on that energy and wave of emotion. Some teams handle it, some teams don't. It's it's a weird one, but from my experience, I, I always found they, they were tougher
0: games to win. Just trying to think of some massive prelim finals upsets. I reckon when the Dragons beat the Tigers in 2005, that was an upset at the time. The Dragons were probably expected to win that game. When the, the Warriors beat the Storm in 2011 in Melbourne, that was a massive upset. Yeah. And went on to play badly, of course, in the grand final. Oh, the AFL there was none big in nineteen ninety nine. Essendon yeah. with the best team in the comp by a mile and they got beat by Carlton by a point at the I, MCG I was thinking as well. about and I
2: know times have changed. I was thinking about it like in nineteen eighty nine we won the premiership. We finished fourth or fifth. So we won we had to play every game. We mm. didn't get a chance. But in ninety we, we finished minor premiers. We lost um that first week of the finals. And I think in 94, we lost the first week of the finals or our first game back because we f- might have finished first in, in 1990. I think we finished first in 1990 and then we lost the first – we had the week off and then came back and played. But it was sort of – they were. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it because mm. most people think that a grand final are difficult to win, and they are. But I've always found the best and the hardest games were the prelim. And some teams handle – that emotion of being able to win to get in the grand final, and then they handle the footy, the, the, the grand final week because there's a lot going on, and other teams because they haven't been exposed to it before, they're just not used to it, and and they play their game before they actually get to the grand final because you have got a lot more media commitments, mm. you got functions, you got, it's just not a normal week, grand final week. Yet your prelim, you've got. P- Sides that are just raring to go, and they put everything into it, everything into it. And sometimes a grand final, some teams are flat.
0: You're right about 1990 laws, the old five-team final series. You had the first week off, and then you played a major semi against Penrith. They beat you 30 to 12, and you've come back and smashed Brisbane in a prelim yeah. the next week, and then beat the Panthers. Obviously, and, and in
2: '94, I can re- no, was it '94, '95, 90, '95? We 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 were. We only lost two games all season.
0: Oh, the Dogs beat you in a prelim, didn't they?
2: We, we had to go to Brisbane. I don't know why we had to go to Brisbane to play the Broncos up there in the first week of the finals. And we won. And I think we might have rested some players in the, the last game of the year. But we won that game. Then we got a week off. And then the Dogs came out. And it was it was you know slippery conditions at the footy stadium. And they just got up in our face. And just rattled our cage, and we just made too many errors and we we lost that game. that was our third loss all season, yeah, and we were traveling so well throughout that year,
0: yeah yourselves and manly finished twenty and mm. two, and they finished first on points, difference. points
2: differential mm. and, and I reckon a lot of it had to do with the the momentum as well, like that fact the fact that we just didn't continue to play, we lost our way, we came up against a side that just continually harassed us, and the Dogs ended up winning the grand final uh, that year, and I think the Dogs might have come from outside the top four, did they? They were six. They were six there, yeah. 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 There you go. So, yeah, it's, it's it's a funny one, but things, finals footy does funny things to teams when you're under pressure. You know, you think you can handle it, but until you actually get there on the big day, you just don't know.
0: Huge story in golf. It broke last night and it's been expected, hasn't it? And this is the biggest scalp so far, no doubt, for Greg Norman and the Live Tour. Aussie Cam Smith, the British Open champion of only, what, a matter of several weeks ago, the world number two, has defected to the Live Tour. And he is the first top 10 ranked player to go amongst uh, the other big names, which you'd have to say a few of them that have gone, probably their best, absolute best days are behind them. Uh, But Cam Smith at the peak of his powers, and Mark Leishman's gone as well. Uh, The figures reported for Cam Smith is a fee of somewhere around the $140 million mark, but every tournament they're playing for around $35 plus Australian on the Live Tour, and it appears he will play in the event in Boston this week. It appears, though, Adam Scott is staying with the PGA Tour after some recent meetings with officials there. And uh, we know Rory McIlroy has been in the ear of a lot of players trying to ensure that they stay with the PGA Tour. But this is a massive story in golf. interesting. We'll speak with Dick Fane, obviously, after 6 o'clock. It's interesting to see what the reaction is, particularly in the States' early doors. But this is uh, all to be expected and... I'll tell you what we've said it a million times. If I'm in that room and I've got a check being handed over the table with that amount of money on me, I'm going. So I'm not going to criticise Cam Smith one iota.
1: Nope, can't, cannot criticise him. Cannot show me someone that that wouldn't do it in his position. And yeah, I think it's. I think he joins the queue, and I think there's plenty more to come. You know.
0: And what I can't stand. What what cracks me up about this, or the the, the so-called blood money from Saudi Arabia, you could find oh, mate. in any check anywhere given around <laughs> the world some sort of – I Leak. mean, the selective morality yeah, of course. in these sort of things just astounds me. I mean, we all purchase stuff that probably comes from somewhere unscrupulous, mm. etc.
2: Yeah, I, I, exactly so, <laughs> right. I, I, look, I, I, I'm certainly not going to you know, put the boot into to Cam Smith. He's made a decision for his family and what he thinks is best – for his long-term future. Um, and again, you know, when you're sitting in a room where someone is offering you $140 million to sign to go and play golf, the game you love. Never sat, a lot of these, I've never sat there. No, no well, <laughs> a, a, lot of these, a lot of these guys, some of them don't want to play golf for the rest of their life. Some of them don't want to play golf for the next 10 years. They want to get in, make I, as much money as they can, enjoy it, win, win tournaments. But I'm telling you, when you're sitting in a room and someone mate. says, mate, you sign here now, that $140 million will be in your bank account by 12 <laughs> o'clock today. You, I know what you're doing.
1: You know what I love when people go, oh, mate, he's rich already. What's the difference between $200 million yeah. and $100 million? I say $100 million. 100 million. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> he's richer. Yeah. Take the cash. It'd be silly not to. Mate, it doesn't change him being a great bloke. I said this last week or two weeks ago. Watch Australia just turn, though. Yeah. Watch this country just turn. he it, it, go from the, the most loved sportsman in the country to now we'll find a way to try and well, criticise him, well, which one, is an
0: absolute joke. One particular columnist can't get off his high horse about it because no, he's Mr. Perfect. No, but it's because
1: anyway. he's not sitting in the same position. I wonder what he'd do. Well, well, I, I,
2: I think they'll come together, though, at some stage. They mightn't for a year yeah. or two, but eventually IPL. they have to. I have to.
1: Exactly right. And it's getting closer and closer be, every be, single because day. Because you,
2: you, you said it earlier, mate. Uh, eventually, the deep pockets went out.
1: Mate, of course they just they keep do. they
2: just keep chipping away. They're not <laughs> yeah. going anywhere. They just keep chipping away, and they keep getting
1: Greg golfers, Norman, and they'll
2: keep getting younger golfers.
1: Greg Norman is going to go within two year period. He'll go from the most hated ex golfer to the most loved ex golfer, and every current player will thank Greg Norman for what he's done because it's changed their entire lives. This deal has changed Cameron Smith's life.
2: Generational wealth,
1: mate. It's exact, you know. Well, no, it's not exactly the same, but there's there's parts of this that was what Kerry Packer did with one day cricket. There's parts of this that I- exactly what India did with the IPL in my sport. It's just it's just what's happening right now in golf.
0: Oh, the shark! Big day for the shark, and on the back on. page, the telly shark gets Smith with Saudi cash. The one thing about this, and for, for everyone, you know, people saying, "Oh, this is going to ruin golf, etc." For Australian golf in particular. This could have a great effect. I mean, let's face it, the PGA Tour, and I know it's originated in the States, et cetera, three of the four majors are in the States. All the big tournaments are in the States outside of the British Open. Uh, yeah, they have a few co-sanctioned events, but here in Australia, we're going to have, because Greg Norman is definitely going to get tournaments here in Australia. <laughs> Greg Norman's
1: definitely. getting whatever tournament he wants at Greg Norman's golf courses so when, around the
0: world. That's what he's getting. When We have Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Players like that, who exactly we never right. see or seldom see in yep. Australia, yep. out here. What's that going to do for the game here? Yeah. That's it's going to be a, a great impact on the game here. Having more big players, big tournaments here in Australia, which Greg Norman will make sure occurs. So, in the long run, hopefully, it all comes together because you want still you want all those players to It'll, be able to play. Come they'll come together. Players' it's a, it's championships, etc. It's a matter of time, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of
2: them will have to blink, and one of them will have to go and. Yeah, you know, give something to the other, but but it sounds like the the live tour. They're just going ahead and doing what they have set out to do. And, and the PGA at some stage will have to go. You know what? We 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 need to do a 100%. deal. We need to sit they're too, down with you. Two
1: big fish away from all the players feeling like they have to go now. That's what they are. And the boys that have got in now are the ones that are going to make the massive dollar give it six months or two more big fish. And this $140 million deal becomes a $20 million deal Hmm. because everyone will want to be a part of it.
2: Well, that's the thing. And again, it's, it's, it's one of these things where, where the players are playing golf. That's the game they love. And someone's come in with a deal. You can still play golf. You can still play the game you love, but it's on a different tour. Right. And it's worth a lot more money to you.
1: We haven't spoken this much golf in the last three years. Look, we're talking about nearly every day. So already it's created, you know, a difference. It's yeah. – the younger generation will, will, will cannot not stare at this. We sit here and talk about soccer around the world or basketball around the world, you know, and I'd love cricket to be the number one sport in this country for, you know, my, the rest of my time. But, mate, it is such a competitive world out there. Well, and, mate, there be young boys and girls just now – this sort of money and look look, look, look what twenty twenty cricket's done. You know, what? Test cricket's got to fight every single day to keep its you know, keep its place. Hmm. This is I, I actually think this is gonna be massive for golf.
0: Uh, morning laws puppet middle. Uh, the comparisons with Liv and Kerry Packers revolutionary cricket is ludicrous. Cricketers were paid peanuts. And in many instances, forego wages from their employers back in the 70s to play test cricket. These golfers are already playing in tournaments worth multi-millions. All this in a climate where most people are struggling on a weekly basis to make ends meet. It is obscene, John from Wingham says.
1: John, you need to go to America just for a day, mate, and look at the money that the athletes are making over there. Yeah. You know, I just, I, yeah. It is hard. I get it. it is no, half-curt. of course you get it because people can't afford to pay their electricity, mm-hmm. pay their water. Like, it's not, we're, um, we're not disrespecting them. And that's why I think the Australian public, that's why I think they will turn on Cameron Smith. I don't, I don't think he will be as loved because of things like this, but that's not fair. That's not Cameron Smith's, you know.
2: but he's been play. given a gift to play golf. Mate, what's he, what's he meant to do? And someone's come to him and said, mate, what's we want to do? We give you the opportunity to play in our tournament And we'll set you up for life. Yeah, I just don't know how many people. And again, what's the difference between 100 and 200 million? 100 million. Exactly right. A lot of money. Yeah. And when you're sitting in a room and you're talking to people and they're saying to you, "Listen, this money will be in your bank account tomorrow," but you're still going to do the same thing. Mate, Australian cricketers are doing it over a million dollars or two million dollars. They're not saying no to the IPL. Exactly the same. It's hard to say no to. Yeah. 100 million dollars. You know, it, it, you're, you're, you're playing the same tournament and eventually they will come together. I've got no doubt in my mind yep. that they'll have to do a deal where they combine tournaments or, or something along those lines happen because they're not going away. The live Tour is not going away.
0: Well, you reckon that's a big story. The biggest story is in the Herald Sun uh, today. And I'll just uh, read from this article out of the Herald Sun, written by Brad Waters. Uh, Pappenhausen, this is Ryan Pappenhausen, along with New South Wales rugby league legend Laurie Daly, are part owners of Foxy Cleopatra, while Jerry Ryan, the Melbourne Storm co-owner, and former Melbourne Storm boss John Rebo, are part owners of Red Duster, going head-to-head. Race two at Sandown today. Foxy, Clear patch what's their horse? Red Duster.
2: Red Duster. Peter Some Moody, Travers. Come on, going, We're going to see what the track is like, Mido.
0: Oh, so there could be scratching time in a couple of hours. Yes. Could uh, tell us a story. Yes,
2: we don't want her uh, running on a bottomless track. Okay. All right. And okay. it might be a bit too short for it today. Well, I think oh, it will gee,
0: be. Oh, gee, really pouring cold water on it. Mm. $4 I mean, at the moment.
2: We'll take on Jerry and John. <laughs> I'm not
0: scared of him. Well, you and John would have uh, had a few meetings Reeves, back in the day. Yeah. good bloke, yeah. There you go. Yeah. He's I'm had a bit a of big...
2: success too, Jerry Ryan, hasn't he, with horses? Just a bit. He's had a, a fair few. Just a bit.
0: Yeah. But no, it, it's... Yeah, I know that feeling. Success with horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what he feels like. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm coming for you.